Hello and welcome to the Waste of Web Space podcast, episode 52. Starring Jimbo and Fisher. And this week, uh, Fisher has volunteered to do the episode intro for us, uh, or the episode title for us, should I say? Yep, so this episode is subtitled. Is it titled or subtitled? Who knows? Who cares? Um, so this episode is either titled or subtitled. We are family. I've stepped back from my royal duties. In reference to... Sister Sledge. Sister. No, sorry, wrong wrong answer. Uh, to <laughs> Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Of course, yeah. Stepping back from their royal duties. Yeah, that's been the big news, hasn't it? So it's like one of those things that we almost have to uh, mention at some point during this, isn't there? Yes, no doubt we will do. Um, but anyway, what have we got coming up with the rest of our podcast and what kind of things? Well, we need to get on, first of all, uh, with the drinks. Is that right? Uh, we can do. Or do we want to mention that we're filming again to start off with? We can mention that we're filming so, again. Obviously, should we th- look towards the camera and, third and episode, nod away? Third episode that we filmed. This time, I'm not wearing my same clothes as I was last time. Yeah, you've got Although, I did accidentally put the same clothes on today and then realised and decided I'd change for the podcast, for the purpose of the podcast. Should have kept it on. It could be a running joke that I get changed every week and you don't. <laughs> um, and then it could be... We, we could make some... Is um, this the Christmas jumper again, it's not, it's not... This is this is just a normal jumper that I have, I have had it confused for a Christmas jumper. It's it's kind of coming out of Christmas jumper. Yeah. It's just a winter jumper. Yeah. Um, but it could be easily mistaken for a Christmas jumper, clearly. It, I, I have had it in the past. This is... I sometimes People sometimes say, how many Christmas jumpers have you got? And I'll give an answer, and a half, and this is the half. Well... I mean, have you got any more to, to pull out of the bag? Any more look-alike Christmas jumpers? Not look-alike, I've do, got do no... Do, is Easter jumpers a thing? Valentine's jumpers? I don't know, I've never never thought about that. Why, why is Christmas the only time when you can buy jumpers specific for the period? Other than Halloween, perhaps. Yeah. I don't know. So... You may remember that it is dry January and Fisher is still keeping up with dry January. Not only that, he's trying to go for 100 days, aren't you? Yeah, and anyone watching this video will have just seen me take sort of five attempts at opening the bottle. So uh... well, I want you to do it carefully because that means that I'm stuck with a full bottle to myself, which yeah. is okay, but I mean, I do have to drive after mm-hmm. and I'm supposed to be going swimming. Uh, so I'd rather not have a full bottle of beer before and I'll save the rest of it for later after I've got back, back home. On. But uh, the beer that I've got this time, it might be backwards on your screen. Uh, but it is, it's Get This End Outdoors, American Pale uh, by the Sheffield Brewery. Um, so that's what it's called. It's, a bit, amazing. Cold, it's a bit cold for being outdoors, isn't it? Quite clearly says, Get This End Outdoors, what type of, type of beer is it? An American one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's brewed in Sheffield. Refreshing and light, crisp and citrusy. Perfect for lazy sessions in a beer garden or after a bike ride in the peaks. Uh, it's 2018 SIBA North and East Beer Gold in session IPA category and overall cask winner in the whole of the North East. You're limiting yourself a bit there, aren't you? I mean, if you've gone on a bike ride, why would you only have to be in the Peak District to drink it afterwards? There's so many different mm. national parks that you can cycle in. Does it fit so, in the in the like drinks holder on a on a bicycle? Maybe, but why do, why just in the Peak District <laughs> is what I want to know. I mean, yeah. you could go to other other national parks are available. It's Lake District, North York Moors, and it, it does taste very nice. Anyway. Yorkshire Dales. So, Brecon Beacons. So that means you, you're drinking... Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to list all the national parks, yeah. Are you just... Uh, are, you, are you not drinking at all, then? Anything at all? Nice uh, nice glass of water here there for me. <laughs> um, 
I, oh, that's nice. That. He's still going for hundred days. Let's, let's, let's have a look. Let's have a look. Ooh, uh, from Yorkshire water um, <laughs> would be great after doing a bike ride in the Peak District. Apparently, and actually, you, you can probably drink it on your bike ride in the Peak District. And are you are you sticking by the hundred days still? Uh, I'm twenty percent on the way there. Right. Um, so I, I, I think I can do it. It might be the case that I might come back to you after hundred days and tell you how, what my success rate is. But I, I would certainly suspect I can get through sort of at least past ninety percent. We shall see. So it's on to apology of the week now. You made apology of the week last week for um, not mentioning that you nearly saw John Terry. Yes, is that right? Uh, that is right. And we always used to talk about John Terry on this podcast in the very first nine episodes because he was always in the news at the time. Yeah. Either for going off with people's wives, mm-hmm. his friends' wives, or teammates' wives, or um, being racist. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's always in the news for hey, something. See the one or the other. That's with yeah. most people. Yeah. Um, but. So we always had a bit of a running joke that he was like, I'm one of our main features on our podcast, weren't it? We always yeah. could have had a John Terry section each mm-hmm. week. And then you said last week that you forgot to mention that you nearly bumped into him in Sheffield yeah. uh, at hotels. that through when you was working down in Sheffield or something? Uh, I think oh. I, I was in Sheffield in the hotel yeah. and um, he was there with Aston Villa playing yeah. in Sheffield United the next day. So I almost forgot to mention, I did forget to mention, that mm-hmm. I've actually seen John Terry face to face and I believe I shook his hand as well. Well done. Since um, since the, uh, since the I, you know, while we've been back podcasting and I forgot to mention it as well. So he obviously played for Aston Villa mm-hmm. and I do a mystery role for Sheffield Wednesday Football Club that shall remain a mystery. Yeah. And I got to see him and uh, to shake his hand. Yeah. I was half tempted to uh, try and miss his hand hey. like, and do the old trick on him, but I thought yeah. it might have got all in now and he might not he might not take to that very uh, very Did, nicely these days. Didn't Wayne Bridge do that? Not was shake it, his hand? Was it Wayne Bridge, was I it? I think so, yeah. Or was it Rio? Because Rio Ferdinand had his shoes with him at one bit as well, didn't they? Oh, it could have been, and, yeah. and Rio and his brother. Uh, Anton Ferdinand. Anton, yeah. that's the one. Yeah. So, but no, I didn't play any of those games. I was ever the professional, of course. And quite, quite, like a consummate professional, shook his hand whilst you were performing your secretive role for Sheffield Wednesday. Exactly. Well done. Okay, so on with the news then. What do you want to talk about first then? We're going to start with the big one, Harry and Meghan. We are doing, but what about me talking about my black spoon? Oh, of course, you had another uh, apology to make, yeah. didn't you? Um, oh, uh, yeah, you've, you've jumped ahead of me. Uh, in the last podcast, obviously, we were talking about um, me and my Instagram feed and complaining about the quality of the spoon that I was given with a cup of uh, coffee. Um, and I forgot to add in. Uh, that while I was there, I nearly bumped into John Terry. Um, no, uh, no. Um, while I was there, was you, was you there, and, and John Terry was also very upset with the black spoon. Yeah, uh, no, 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 no. We're, we're not going there. We're not going there, Jim. We're not going there. The podcast moved on from those days. Um, while I was there, what particularly annoyed me about it is because yeah. obviously Sheffield is well known for being uh, a cutlery uh, producing uh, area. Yeah, mm-hmm. where we were. That was what our city was built on in Sheffield Steel, and um, the place that I was at was actually called the Cutlery Works. Right. Okay. So, I would have thought they would have better cutlery uh, with a more industrial heritage than Insufficient what they gave me. cutlery. Yes, insufficient cutlery. Are, so. are you gonna, I'm looking forward to a next year of tweets from you so I can test you again next year in, in Instagrams. So yeah. I can test you next year on, on year 2020. Well, I did, I did wonder whether you want to try and go back on 2018 and do that for a quiz. <laughs> some other point. I, 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 I swear I will not check. Well, you've got a birthday coming up, haven't you? Yeah. I mean, but I get one everyone, of those every year. To fair, everyone, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so maybe I'll, I'll, I'll do another Fisher-centric quiz. Yeah. 
when it's your birthday. On the next one. But anyway, moving on. Harry and Meghan. Yeah. Um, they have stepped back from royal duties. Yeah. Um, they are no longer able to use the title um, His Royal Highness. I mean, um, I'd be quite happy about that because, you know, His Royal Highness. So was, was she also, was she Her Royal Highness? Her Royal Highness, yeah. I mean, it's just saved a lot of time, hasn't it, on the, you know, application forms and... HRH, yeah. Yeah, as to, yeah you, can, you can abbreviate it at least. Oh, can you? Uh, but they were told they were no longer allowed to have the HRH title because uh, they brought embarrassment upon the royal family. Mm-hmm. Um, that was told to them by His Royal Highness, Prince Andrew, the Duke of York. Oh, right, okay, fair uh, enough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he can keep it, apparently. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. That's fine. Fine if you've been implicated with uh, Jeff Epstein. Yeah, yeah, what? You don't want to do it anymore? Okay, well, you lose your title. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> How do you think... Uh, you know, you know, you know um, I feel sorry for in this whole thing? Prince Archie. Right. Actually, is he called Prince Archie? Or is he, he's called is Archie? He, so he's, he's Harry's son. Yes. The, the, their only son. Yeah. Or child. Harry so and Meghan's only child. So does that mean he's not a prince either anymore? Uh, so, oh, sorry, I don't know if he was a prince, actually. He might have just been called Archie. Oh, um, right, okay. I, I assume he probably was a prince, though. Well, but um, I, but is, is, he, is he unwillingly withdrawn from the royal family as well? Will he, when he's 18 and able to choose, will he be back in the mix? Or... He'll be devastated, won't he? I don't, if, if, imagine, imagine saying to someone when they're 18, right, you could have had a chance to be in the royal family and properly like, do all that sort of post stuff and what have you, and you'll be one of the most adored people in the country, but we decided not to let you do that. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you've got to... Uh, I mean, he's got to do some good things, hasn't he, uh, Prince Harry, while he's been in his job? Uh, has he? Uh, he, got, he got to race with Usain Bolt, didn't he? Uh, yes, that? he did, yeah. He got to... Um, it, it was in the army, obviously. I think yeah. I think that's what he said. He really enjoyed being in the army when he was one of the lads. And he actually got a chance to see active service mm. in, uh, in in Iraq, I think, or Afghanistan, or yeah. possibly even both. Um, but now he feels as though he's kind of pursued by the media and harassed. Do you think he uh, could take up... Uh, sprinting instead. Now he's now he's done that. He's raced Usain Bolt. Now he can actually take it up as a full time thing. Um, I'd be surprised if that's what his what his next move is. His next plan is. But it's amazing the sort of abuse and stick that people they still get. So you can't understand why they've done it. Mm. I mean, I saw I saw Eamon Holmes interviewed, mm-hmm. and he said he didn't like Meghan Markle. He said, uh, I, I, "I whenever I look at her, I think that you know she's kind of manipulative and nasty." And then do you know what he said? He's never met her. <laughs> but it's all right. I mean, I'd, if only there was some kind of word for kind of having a preconceived <laughs> idea about someone without meeting them. So, uh, I mean, could they, does this mean they're going to have to go and do other jobs now? So they're going to have to go and work? Is that what they're going to have to do? Could be. Um, I mean, to be fair, unemployment is at, uh, is at an all-time low, I think, isn't mm. it? So if, if now is when you want to go and get a job, now is a great time to do it. Mm. And on the plus side, there are actually jobs for um, prince and princess or, or duke and... Duke and what's, yeah. the, what's the female duke called? Dame. Dame. Um, Duchess. Uh, Duke Duchess. and Duchess. Okay. Sorry, of course, yes. Um, so the, the, those roles are going as well, if anyone wants it to could, apply. It could be a lookalike. It could play... Cause he's not himself. Pre- well, he's not, he's, not, he's not in his job anymore. Yeah. So it could just be a lookalike. Of course, yeah. Or a Mick Hucknall lookalike, or, yeah, uh, or, yeah. sort of, or anyone with ginger, I suppose, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, the, I, I, I've read that, you know, one of the reasons um, he sort of stepped down from, from this is that he wanted to spend more time with his family, particularly his father, James Hewitt. But I'm only joking, of course. <laughs> um, it's quite interesting saying stepping down, because normally say stand down, don't you? Yeah. Which is quite a confusing term in itself, because you can either stand up or step down, and you normally end up standing down. Mm. So at least he's actually got his terminology right, which does is it, good. Does it mean that Megan will return to her acting roles, do you think, possibly? Or would she, would she be back in films and TV, do you think? Maybe? I don't think so. As far as I'm aware, she's only ever been in one programme, which was Suits. Oh, okay. Um... Which was a which was an American program, but it was filmed in Canada. Now, did they kill her off in it, or did they leave it open for a return? I don't know. I was thinking about that actually, because um, Cold Feet is back on on um, on ITV. Mm-hmm. If you've ever seen that, um, it's got James Nesbitt in it. Mm-hmm. 
James Nesbitt. Good, good impression. Thank you, thank you. Um, and on the on because that came back after probably ten years not being on. Um, and on the last episode they had of the original series, Helen Baxendale's character was killed off, mm-hmm. and they said it's all right. It's the last ever, last ever, last ever episode, and you get killed off in it, and it's your funeral. That's what the old plot of the uh, of the whole last series, uh, last episode is going to be. Last ever episode. Ten years time, we're bringing it back. Oh, sorry, we killed you off in the last episode, <laughs> didn't we? Sorry. <laughs> mm, so if everybody else gets uh, an extra yeah. pay yeah. paycheck, whereas because they decided to kill someone off, they kind of miss out. Yeah, that's uh, she sticks on that unfortunately. Never mind. But what, what else has been going on? Um, talking about things that are unfortunate and happen um have you ever you've accidentally done things in the past haven't you i have have you ever accidentally shot an airplane out of the sky it's not to my knowledge not yet i don't think i've managed to to get anything that wrong yet that i've Mm -hmm. shot down an airplane yeah because i think we mentioned um the tensions between iran and america Mm -hmm. on last last episode of the podcast and uh, there was a, an airplane that at the time had claimed that it just crashed mm-hmm. or there'd been a mechanical problem or whatever. And they said they Iran definitely had nothing to do it's whatsoever. Definitely nothing to do with us. We, I mean, we yeah. were firing missiles that night. But yeah. it's, it's definitely, you know, and, and yeah, planes are in the sky and so missiles mm-hmm. go up there as well. But it's definitely, it's nothing to do with us. Yeah, you know, there's been, you know, out of all the world, there's been a plane crash in Iran tonight. But I can promise you, it's def- not, definitely nothing to do with us. Yeah, and unfortunately, it was for the. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not sure. I'm not sure how many people um, sort of were killed in a tragedy. Yeah. I think sort of 100 and, 180, I think yeah, possibly. Yeah. Which obviously, unfortunately, is a, a, a vast amount of people. But how can you accidentally do it? It's, I mean, what do you think? The next day, they said yes, it, it was us. And not quite the next day, but yeah. Um, yeah. Is it easy to confuse, sort of, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, well, we thought it might have been an American military helicopter. That's why it said Ukrainian Airlines on the mm-hmm. side of it. Or It's um, very, very sad. It makes you wonder what kind of the biggest mistake anyone's ever made is, really, in terms of what's the what's the biggest accident that's happened and led to the you know, sounds, most tragic circumstances. It, it sounds like you're leading up to some sort of quiz there. but uh, uh, Am I? Not on this occasion. <laughs> not on this occasion, no. Okay. Well, I mean, obviously that was Donald Trump, wasn't it? Sort of, uh, sort of ordering the initial strike on the yeah. Iranian uh, military leader, military, was it? Yes, yeah. Um, so, obviously, that is a, an incredible, you know, it, it, he would have thought, you know, that's it, I've I've dealt with that Iranian leader. What mm. is t- for him to do next? Um, well, he's turned to attacking a 17-year-old Greta... <laughs> Greta Thunberg. <laughs> Greta Thunberg, yeah. yeah. So he's 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 off. He's after her next. Oh, right, so. okay. Um, she, uh, likewise, uh, one of them sort of a major oppressor of uh, of the world, and that she's sort of someone who promotes sort of freedom. Um, is, did did you see the? Is, is uh, Would you believe that Donald Trump, Donald Trump, has decided to call somebody else a prophet of doom? Really? <laughs> I mean, obviously, there you've got a effectively a real petulant child and yeah. leader of the free world, <laughs> which is which. Obviously, is. Um, <laughs> Is a matter for debate. Did you see the contestant on Mastermind? I think it was Celebrity Mastermind over no. Christmas. Um, someone said it was. There was a question about Greta Thunberg. You know, what's the name of the sixteen or seventeen-year-old um, Swedish climate change activist who wrote a book? I can't remember what the title of the book was. Obviously, the answer is Greta Thunberg, which has mm. obviously become quite a popular person in the last was year. Was it on recycled paper? Uh, it wasn't on recycled paper. Was it, was it an e-book? Uh, it could have been. Yeah. Um, I'd suspect she probably just said. Right, if you want to read this book, let me know. I'll come round to your house. I'll walk there, and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll personally actually tell it to you. Uh, do you know what the contestant said? She wasn't too sure on Greta Thunberg's name. Yep. 
Sharon is what she said. Um, so Greta Thunberg went and changed her Twitter name to Sharon, and, uh, <laughs> well, which shows a good sense of humour. Yeah, it does. Yeah, we'd like uh, to get her on the podcast. Yes, sounds like she's got our sense of humour. Absolutely. Come on, get get yourself on her. Um, um, although we'd we'd have to arrange a very uh, green form of transport to get her in here. Yes. Yeah. Probably. Um, probably we'd have to light candles. We'd we'd have to cycle there, go mm. through the Peak District, yeah. have a uh, have a drop of. Um, I can't remember what your beer's called, now. Get this then outdoors. Get this then outdoors. Which Greta Thunberg might appreciate. She likes the, the great outdoors. Of. She doesn't yep. like the great outdoors. Um, but so that's been. And then it's got it's, it's an American pale, which is obviously Donald Trump <laughs> before, before before his fake time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. So that's been one, one thing that's been going on. Um, I'm not sure what you've been doing in terms of watching TV. Have you been watching Love Island? Uh, um, no, 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 I haven't. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm still not into it. I, mean, I think I watched one season. I thought it was all right, and then mm-hmm. I kind of fell out with it. But go on, tell me what's been going on in Love Island. The only thing I do know is that there was somebody in there who mis- mis- sort of kind of left. It was a bit unexplained, but people tend to think it might have been something to do with the fact that he hunts wild animals and has pictures with them when he's killed them. Ollie, um, who claimed to be a large landowner, although I think apparently actually his um, grandfather actually left the family. He's going to be trust. a lord apparently, isn't he? When um, his father dies because he's, he's he owns. No, he's, he's, he's stepping away from that duty apparently, and right, uh, his okay. grandma says, "Yeah, you're not having that title anymore." Um, <laughs> he it, it claims to be the heir to a certain estate and a certain yeah. um, a certain lordship, and so he will eventually have the title bestowed upon him allegedly. Um, he had eventually realised that he still loves his ex girlfriend, right? Um, and it just so happens to be at the same time that loads of um, newspapers were running stories about him being a big game hunter. Right. Um, so he goes around, uh, allegedly used to run a company that involved um, going out and shooting uh, mm. animals in, in Africa and various other So basically places. he's realised that he's probably left a lot of, um, like, I don't know, tiger rugs laid around in his house <laughs> and things like that and he's got, you know, animal heads on the wall and yeah. things. He's maybe got to go and... Uh, Let's go and hide them. Yeah, I mean, it could be. I mean, it's uh, so it seems to be quite a convenient uh, bit of timing. So I don't yeah. know whether the producers asked him to, to leave the program, uh, and it, it had attracted complaints from from Ofcom as well. So this was the contestant Ollie. Um, well, the worst thing in Love Island in Africa this year as well. Or yes, something. yeah, that's that's the worst place for <laughs> yeah. him to be. Maybe he thought, you know what? Why am I in this villa when I could be out there? I could just be out there shooting yeah. animals. Perhaps he didn't go home. Um, also, I can't help notice, Love Island, sorry, South Africa is not an island. Yeah, it's a big island. Well, is it but not? Af- Africa is an island, yeah, I suppose. Oh, okay. Well, Africa and that's connected to all of... Is it connected to all of Asia via the Middle East as well? I don't know. Possibly. Could be, yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so, so he'd, um, he did that. Um, he left the programme, obviously under a, under, under a bit of a cloud. Um, and that, that was one See, of the highlights of the first week. For those people who don't watch Love Island... Um, like me. Yeah. The the first thing I knew of this is is I just saw lots of tweets from people saying, "I hope Ollie gets shot." Hmm. And all I were thinking, "That's a bit harsh. What's he done?" <laughs> I said, "You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not up to date with Love hmm. Island and what's going on. Hmm. So just to see people tweeting, get him shot. Hmm. It's a bit, you know. I, I mean, mean it's, un- it's it's more understandable now. I know what's going on. Yeah. Or I mean, what, what was uh, you th- know? There's also some twins who appear yeah. on it. There's some twin twin girls, but one of those has been kind are they of identical. Uh, they are yes. Although right. one of them has been voted off, but obviously that doesn't stop her from being identical to a twin sister. I isn't to add. Um, <laughs> so they're on there. Um, Louis Capaldi's ex girlfriend Paige is on there. Right. Okay. And that was revealed. It was revealed to the rest of the contestants. She's got Louis Capaldi, and everyone went, "Oh my God! Wow! Did he write all the songs about you?" And then one of the twins. Uh, she revealed that she'd been in touch with a rapper called Tiger. 
Right. Um, although it got a bit confusing because Ollie went and shot him. Um, <laughs> but also, yeah, I suppose the slightly confusing thing is the only island I can think of in South Africa was Robin Island, right. which is where Nelson Mandela was um, imprisoned. So okay. might be it might be a good idea for next series actually if you uh, stick him in there. Yeah. Um, get him to live in uh, in in the uh, in isolation in the prison mm-hmm. camp. So I've been uh, I've, I've been I've been watching that. I'm the Love Island correspondent, I suppose, of the Waste of Web Spice podcast. That's fine. Well, am I the correspondent of any, anything in particular? You can do all the other stuff. Right, um, okay, fair enough. Tra- traffic and travel. Um, oh, but... well, can I can I bring to light? Uh, can I be like a local news correspondent? Because you can, you um, can do. It, it's been there's a ca- there's a cafe in Huddersfield that hit the headlines um, after. It was a bit of a jokingly sort of thing. Uh, after it was appearing on on men's bank statements on upsetting their wives right. um, and partners because it said on it um, that the name of the cafe is Teas, as in T A T E A S T, as you get at cafes, the drink of tea. Mm-hmm. Tees me cafe. So this right. was coming up on people's bank statements and uh, upsetting quite a lot of partners and wives of, of, of gentlemen who were in that cafe because they were thinking they'd They've not been to else. a cafe but maybe been somewhere else. Yeah. They shouldn't have been. Hmm. Um, but I realised that that cafe, which is in Lockwood, just kind of outside the centre of Huddersfield, I've been in there before. Really? Before it was yeah. called... Before it was called Tease Me Cafe, of course. So it was. Uh, what was it called? It was a Pulse and Cocktail sex shop, of course. <laughs> now nah, I'm only joking. It, it was a cafe back then, but it was called something entirely different. Um, um, well, that, that's actually reminding me about the funny names. That uh, if you remember on the last episode, we we're talking about Preston's Business Awards. Yep. And they had Subway winning and Greg's and, uh, Greg's, and won, Greg's won Best Customer Service, Weatherspoons won Best Pub, and um, Nando's won Best Restaurant. Um, I said that one of the. Um, the restaurant that one of the restaurants that came second that got quite an unusual name. Uh, it was called We Don't. It was a burger joint, and it was called We Don't Give a Fork. Oh, very good. So that's that's just jotted my mind to work to that. There is a there is in Sheffield a Chinese ta- a Chinese takeaway or restaurant or maybe both called Tokyo. All right, okay. which I think is very good. Uh, is one called Walk to Work as well? Walk to Work walk is to one, work, yeah. and there's also this could have been a quiz. Yeah. It? We're ruining it. Uh, there's also one uh, on uh, is it on Queens Road, so near the Enterprise Rent a Car and mm. the old Queens uh, Social Club. I hope you're getting this. There's a takeaway there mm-hmm. called a Chinese takeaway called I Go Hungry. Now, right. That's not a great name for a takeaway, not because really, you're no. going to think, yeah. this isn't going to fill me up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is called I Go Hungry. So, I mean, you know, I believe they do leave you feeling quite well It's not sponsored fed. by t- It's not sponsored by Toyota, is it? No, I don't You'll think so. you make the Toyota I Go. Yeah. So it would have been a... But uh, we've probably just done a bit of business there, haven't we, for, yeah. for the local uh, Chinese takeaways. Yeah. Is it worth mentioning the one that's near here, just for just for Chapel Town's sake? Yeah, go on. Jasmine House. Oh, uh, yes. Or, on, do you, or do you go to the other one? I tend not to go to May- Chinese takeaways either. Mayflower, so. is it? I've never never been. Mayf- okay, we'll shout them both up. Mayflower and Jasmine House, mm-hmm. two of uh, Chapel Town's best Chinese takeaways. Should we, should we yeah. leave that there? Although if one of them wants to sponsor us, then we will confirm that they are the best takeaway out of the it, two. Even if it's just like shed loads of Chinese prawn, takeaways, prawn crackers, yeah, we'd, we'd be up for that, wouldn't we? We'd have it, yeah. Make a lot of noise. It's probably the noisiest snack we could have on the mm-hmm. podcast. It's not something sort of... Maybe noodles are a bit quieter. Yeah. But then you've got that like wet, wet kind of slippery noise as we're eating. Well, in terms of making a noise... <laughs> yeah. um, uh, we don't like to talk about Brexit, do we, no. on the podcast? But, um, but, but Weatherspoons are slashing the drink prices after Brexit. Are they? All oh, right, I didn't notice that. Yeah, apparently so. Well, I'm not drinking anyway, so what difference no. does it make to me? Well, there you go. Um, but uh, 
Boris Johnson was interviewed on the BBC News the other day, and he was yeah. talking about Big Ben okay. uh, chiming. Oh yeah, there's been a, there's been a, a suggestion that we should maybe get to chime on the at eleven o'clock when of Brexit course. happens. I mean, I'm so glad he cleared his schedule mm-hmm. of all the important things that need sorting out here in the UK to uh, to put some time aside for deciding how they are going to commemorate and celebrate Brexit. I mean, you know, because there's not much already, is there really? Like, you know, we've, no, no. we've already got us blue passports. That's, you know, it's just blue passports. We've already got us a new 50p, 50p coin, you know. I mean, they're doing a festival, of course, as well. So, obviously, there's still need for, for doing some sort of celebration for Brexit. Well, only half of the country, or just over half of the country, initially voted for. But anyway, go on, uh, well, carry on. <laughs> well, he said that it costs quite a lot of money to do it. Yeah. Um, so... He can do it himself. Well, he could just go up there with a big hammer. He could do, yeah. Him and Nigel Farage like, t- yeah. take it into bing, bong. Uh, but he said, why don't we have some kind of crown, fu- crown funny thing where it's, you know, bang a book for a Big Ben Brexit bong. And I'm glad I've said that right. Um, but he's suggesting that people who, who are supporters of this would help to fund it. Because it is quite complicated, because apparently you have to change the floor in there. You have to um, put a clapper in there. Can't they uh, just play a big CD player that sounds like Big Ben instead? I, th- I think that's what they might do instead. Oh, right, okay. I suppose it would be appropriate that uh, Brexit started uh, <laughs> thanks to a bellend in Westminster. And uh, <laughs> that's how it finishes as well. Uh, but yeah, that would be a, an appropriate way of doing it. But they've had and a... it's not done properly either. Uh, it's not been done properly. It's been kind of like done at the last minute, yeah. Uh, but they, they have had a whip round, and people who are, are Brexiteers, uh, there is a crowdfunding page where you can contribute towards it. Um, I'm not sure if you know the, I think she's Shadow Business Secretary, uh, Andrea, uh, sorry, Business Secretary and- Andrea Ledsom. Right, um, okay. She's a, she's a prominent, prominent, prominent Brexiteer. Um, she supported Brexit. She also ran to be Prime Minister against Theresa May, back when Theresa May became Prime Minister in 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she, prominent Brexiteer, She's contributed towards the crowdfunding um, fund. Uh, she earns, I think, as a MP and cabinet minister, earns about one hundred and fifty thousand pounds a year. Do you know how much she contributed? Fiver, ten quid. Oh right, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, so, so it's actually happening now. This crowdfunding thing's going. Oh, the crowdfunding thing's going. I don't know whether it's actually going to be used to bong Big Ben at Brexit. So I'm not quite sure what they're going to do with the money if they don't do it. That is a slight mystery. Right. Okay. Uh, but apparently there is actually a crowdfunding campaign up and running on it. Well, anyway. But there we go. Have, um, we got, have we got anything else to talk about? Well, yeah, I mean, the the one thing I saw, I think it nicely leads on to one of our features of today, but uh, I saw that a train in southern Russia was delayed for half, um, well, half an hour, basically, or a little more than half an hour, which is actually not too bad, considering yeah. the train delays that we <laughs> Jamie have. bastards getting um, such a short delay. But it was stuck behind a slow-moving camel. Oh, right. Oh, I didn't okay. even know Russia had camels, to yeah. be fair. Uh, I some parts of Russia are quite... Hot and possibly maybe um, I don't know I don't know I mean they might not just be in hot places camels yeah. I don't know well I suppose you've got to, if you're going right over towards um, where Japan um, does it border North Korea as well um, Russia so kind of over towards sort of Vladivostok mm. you are getting you're quite uh, you're quite Oriental um, right over to that east side and I think getting a bit further south as well it was it was near the Russian uh, Kazakh border. All right, okay. In Atskrahan All right, well, region. That's, well, that's absolutely nowhere near North Korea, but never mind. <laughs> no. Uh, but uh, that is fairly south. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kazakhstan is, is, is south of Russia. But, uh, yeah, it was just decided to walk straight down the middle of the track and uh, just ignorantly ignore all mm. the loud hoots of the train. Yeah. Um, which got me sort of uh, onto our next little featurette. But okay. I thought, before we do that, do we want to mention our personal bit of news from today? Oh, stop it, Jimbo. You're embarrassing us. <laughs> You're embarrassing our partnership. Do you... Are you just going to mention the fact that we might soon be appearing on the local news? We could... Uh, hold on a minute. You forced it out of me. No, you, local news? He was a BBC national journalist. Yeah, but he's going to be used on local news, I think. Maybe on the main news as well. 
Hi, Vee. Oh. oh, anyway, so I was con. Obviously, people will know maybe that I moan about trains quite a lot on Twitter, and so do you, Fisher. So do you? I. Uh, one of my tweets got retweeted quite a few times and liked quite a few times because there was quite a bit, a bit of video footage on there. I'd missed three trains in a row because we were too busy to get on it. Yeah, what seven retweets was it? Yeah, seven, <laughs> seven. Re- no, no, there was, there was more plenty more. Yeah, yeah. So uh, and it was picked up by a. Well, first at last the week when I did it, it was picked up by Yorkshire calendar news yep. and said can we use this tweet i said yeah go for it hmm. i didn't see it used anywhere to be fair yeah so that, that, that nothing happened with that one don't think anyone watches itv news are really is he? but then bbc's uh what's it called danny yeah we should know we only met him this morning Dan- danny savage <laughs> danny savage it was a very it. nice gentleman though, he was yeah uh he asked to come and meet us didn't he in yeah. chapel town and uh and, and get on the train with us from yeah. chapel town and experience the delights of northern rail yeah so i picked the busiest train time <laughs> yeah the quarter past eight from chapel town mm-hmm. uh normally we're blessed with just two carriages aren't we yeah and it's really busy and packed and the trains, trains normally at least 10 minutes late mm-hmm. i mean today of course it turned up on time yeah. and there were three carriages but but it was still very busy it was still very very busy and just mm. what he wanted to film so we were filmed getting on the train yeah and uh, having a bit of a chat with him weren't we about yeah. our experiences now obviously obviously we didn't want to just um we didn't want to not mention the Waste of Web Space podcast, did we? Well, no, we did, we did give ourselves a mention, didn't we? <laughs> and we, we planned it before, didn't we? Yeah. We purposely planned to try and squeeze in the Waste of Web Space. So how, what did, do you want to say how we did it? Do you want to tell us? Well, it was me that did it. Um, we were talking about the, the, the abuse that some of their members of staff get, that they do have a Twitter account and you can contact them over social media. And I said, you, speak, you think about their members of staff who mind their Twitter account and they really are a total waste of web space. Hey. Although I started... Hey! Oh, I did start. I did start corpsing a bit at the end of it because when I could see you just out the corner of the eye, you turned around and burst out laughing. <laughs> um, so I don't know whether that'll get used or not. Well, I think the only problem we're going to have is that another passenger was listening in, wasn't they? Yeah, and, and, and uh, they start putting their points across in a far more artic- articulate manner than we did. So I don't think we're going to get. I don't think we're going to get on the news whatsoever. But we well, tried, didn't we? Yeah, we tried. Did, did you notice the bit when he said he said right? I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to film you getting onto the train. So I'm going to yeah. say uh, James and Chris regularly get the train together. He said. We said don't worry. I'll not make out like you're a gay couple <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hoping no one thought that we were but... that was funny that was something I wasn't expecting yeah. I completely forgot about that yeah. well, never, never I mean we, you know we, we, on, on this occasion we decided not to hold hands getting on the <laughs> yeah. train didn't we but anyway I mean I uh, mean Danny uh, went all the way to Sheffield with his dinty on the train, uh, and then we gave him a kiss, and then he got back on the train <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and went on his way. Yeah. But anyway, I thought we'd, we'd, we'd then nicely move in. So you look out for us on, on, on the news. It, it could be basically as soon as, and, and if Northern Rail lose the franchise, then mm-hmm. we could potentially be on the news, couldn't we? We, we expect it. What I did find interesting, actually, was uh, he asked a question to me, um, do you think Northern Rail uh, should lose their franchise? And I thought, well, I'm not sure if I actually said it. I said, well, it's not really for me to decide, is it? And to be fair, I'm not really qualified to uh, actually give that if, opinion. If we've actually, you know, that it's us that's caused it. I did feel yeah. quite responsible because yeah. pretty much from the time I did that tweet, hmm. Dan Jarvis, the uh, very hard-working um, South Yorkshire mayor, Sheffield yep. City Region mayor, yep. he uh, got back to me saying, I, I'm off to a very important meeting today and mm-hmm. I'm going to put some of these points across and all that kind of thing. Yeah. That very same day, it was on the news about Northern Rail losing the <laughs> franchise. I felt very responsible for yeah. it. It, almost like is my tweet really as it as it broke the camel's back hmm. the one that was delaying yeah. the train <laughs> but anyway 
back onto train delays. So, right. what I thought um, we could it, do... I don't say you've actually come to this quite late as well, doing the uh, thing about train delays, which is even more appropriate than... Yeah, yeah, so we're, we're, we're running late just yep. for, for our train delay quiz. So, what I thought I'd do is I would do a bit of a quiz um, for you about train delays, and you've got to tell me whether it's, it's real or fake. Now, okay. with it being real or fake, um, if it's fake, I've tried to pick a plane delay instead. Right, okay. And change it up a little bit so that it sounds like a train delay right delay. so it's almost like i basically did that so it could be train or plane right okay but actually it's just basically is it real or fake so i'm, I'm not right. really sure how it's gonna how it's gonna sound yeah it, it might be quite messy but we're, we're gonna give it a go anyway yeah. okay so uh the first one then okay number one you've got there's 10 all together so is it is it uh, is this is, am i telling the truth or could it be a, a plane delay instead i suppose yeah. okay so um number one then a train was delayed and it's a Southern Rail train. Yeah. Okay. Don't forget, I could have made that up. Yeah. Um, because Might of be a, Rail. because of a broken down leaf clearing train. Oh, all right. Okay. Now, I don't think this is going to be a plane one, is it? Because let's be honest, there's not many. Uh, you don't have many leaves on the runway to stop planes. Um, I think. I think. Well, it could do though, because if there's planes on the, if there's leaves on the runway, can't we'll get slippy. But really, I'd expect it to affect planes more than trains. Would you? Well, no, a lot of leaves. It'll just blow off the runway, won't it? Yeah, but trains are sort of like. Well, do the, do the jet engines train, on the airplane not? Trains are kind of clipped to the track, aren't they? You know what I mean? Like they sort of they hang on to the track, don't they? Trains. Yeah. Sort of. So if 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 if, if, if the leaves are on there, it makes it slip, and it means they might sort of go off the rails as a problem. But then they can't with, get traction with, on with planes, though, they're just on tires, aren't they? So that could you affect could its takeoff and skid, and when it's landing and things mm. like that. So I don't know. Just putting that thought in your head. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I th- I think it is feasible that the I, th- I think the way it goes down, I think they actually have a machine that goes along the track and it blasts does it blast out air mm-hmm. in front of it and knocks the leaves off the line. So I think that could feasibly get stuck on line and cause problems for trains. So I think that's true. Well done. You are correct. So it was a Southern Rail uh, train that was uh, basically the broken down leaf clearing train, mm-hmm. which was there to stop trains from being delayed by leaves, mm-hmm. uh, broke down and then delayed everybody. Yeah. So it wasn't leaves, it was yeah. the actual leaf clearing train. To be fair, I mean, underneath the train where the train had been parked on line, no leaves there. <laughs> because the train's in the line. Well, it's done its job. The next one, uh, this is another one I am uh, taking from Southern Rail, or am okay. I? Uh, a wrapper on the tracks. And we're not talking about like a... Was it Tiger? He'd have been shot by Ollie <laughs> from, uh, from yeah. Long Island. We're not talking about like a, a, a Kit Kat Chunky or anything like that. Yeah. Um, we're talking about a, a an actual wrapper. So, oh, right. Okay. You so know, you're talking about... Who makes things rhyme. Eminem. In that cool style-like yeah. dude. Um, flipper, mother flipper. Yeah, so you're talking about someone like um, oh God, I've got to try Eminem. Some now. I, mean, I, I mentioned Eminem. Yeah. Stormzy. Stormzy. Yeah. Skepta. Oh, it's more gr- they're more grime, aren't they, as opposed to rap? Oh yeah, they are. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. yeah. See how see how far away we are from all this. Yeah. Um, anyway, move on. So I, could there be a, some rappers are notoriously um, unusual in their behaviour? Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't think that. A rapper would get on a train track, but I think they might hold up a plane due to excessive behaviour. So I'm going to say it's false. Ooh. You're wrong. So it was there's another Southern Rail train, and uh, somebody who, not a well-known rapper, but somebody who basically used an opportunity to stand on a train track, delay the trains while uh, causing a bit of ha- uh, havoc and rapping away and stuff mm. like that. Use it as an audition, basically. Yeah. And uh, there was a few pictures on Twitter of the whole of a train station just sort of packed out because nobody could go anywhere because mm. there was somebody doing a rap on a train track. All so right. There you go. There we go. Uh, next then, number three, turtles blocking the tracks. Uh, this was uh, Northern Rail. Yeah. Donatello, Michelangelo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Shredder got them out of the way, of course. And yeah. Splinter. Yeah. Um, 
Turtles on the track. I could, I could Northern Rail stuff from Turtles on the track. Um, Turtles on a train track. Uh, Turtle power. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't think that's right. I, I think instead that that could be an issue on an aeroplane. People importing going for an exotic location with turtles. Um, did they say it was a turtle mess afterwards? Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, no. I think. I think that's false. So there you go. This is really hard to work out what I should press when you're right. saying the right anyway. But yeah, you are. Uh, you're correct. It's not a real one. That. Um, it was a, a plane, that one, actually. It was de- delayed a plane, so it was like the New York. You'd have thought it'd be somewhere more exotic, but it was in New yeah. York, JFK Airport. Um, some turtles were on the runway and delayed a train, yeah. a plane, sorry. Yeah. Next then. They must have been lost, clearly, because <laughs> you don't get turtles around there. A swan on the track refusing to move. Uh, well, did anyone ask it nicely? Or a swan on the track? Um... I mean, you were putting his neck on the line, weren't hey. you? Uh, hold on a minute. <laughs> on, hold on, on, let me get it in. There we go. Hey. Yeah. Um, uh, Queen's birds. Um, unless you want to step away from doing that duty, obviously. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I think. Uh, yeah, I think there's there's enough. There's a lot of train tracks that run near water, so I think yeah, you can get swans on the track. So you think that's real? Yeah. Well done. I'm I'm a bit surprised. It basically get run over, but that's it, a... it was a it was another Southern Rail one as well. That one Southern Rail seemed to have a lot of excuses. Uh, okay, number five delayed due to passenger doing suspicious maths um... on a train of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, were they trying to work out? Well, hang on. If I'm on the one thirty three service, <laughs> it takes me fifty seven minutes to get there, and I've got a four minute connection stopover in Mansfield. Then I kind of, I, so have I got absolutely uh, no prayer if it's Northern Rail? Yeah, that's probably what the, the sums they were doing. It was doing some suspicious maths, and it just turned out that's how I was calculating the first for next year. Yeah, um, I think I don't think that I don't think that could happen on a train. But I think it could happen on a plane, and someone was concerned that the person who is doing the maths might be some kind of terrorist who's doing some kind of equation to blow something up. So I think it's false. Well done. It is false. So that one, um, it was a... Let's have a look. Um, Yeah, a flight from Philadelphia to um, Syracuse, something like that, New York City, was delayed taking off when one of the passengers reported suspicious behaviour. Um, her swarfly looking neighbour had asked questions in an odd way and was scribbling strange coded notes in a foreign language. The plane was diver- directed back to the boarding gate where the passenger was removed. Mm. They did ask loads of questions right. and stuff and worked out the formula and, equi- mm. and realised it were absolutely fine. Yeah. Oh, so, oh they had to work it out. It was a policeman. <laughs> to sit, was a, oh, I'm not going to. Yeah, you're going to math. Can you try and work out what this is? So was it actually strange maths or was it just it, something it, in their own language? It was suspicious maths, but it was on a plane. Right, so, okay. But, but no, it was just, it's a bit confusing over what the actual, but it turned out nothing went wrong. Did you see the news story this week that um, it might be the case that um, there is a direct train link between London and Cleethorpes now? Oh, yes. And, I did see this. And, and, and some, a lady had tweeted that she was in a sort of aggravated sort of tone saying, well, something about, well, uh, I hope you're all happy that we're going to have terrorists here in, in Cleethorpes and Grimsby now or yeah, something. Coming straight from London. Yeah. yeah. As were before. And if the terrorists want to do that, they have to go to Doncaster first and change <laughs> and get on another tribe. It's going to put... So. It's almost like that changing in Doncaster would put yeah. a terrorist... I mean, to be fair, well, they may have a point. <laughs> yeah, legitimate know. point. Yeah. I'm only joking, of course. Um, I was in Doncaster working the other day and the, uh, it, there was a, I was in a school, because that's where I work in schools. There was a horrible stench coming through the windows. <laughs> it was horrible. And I've, I thought one of the kids had set off a stink bomb at first. <laughs> and it, it wasn't. It was coming from outside. 
And the teachers were unsure whether... Well, one teacher told me that they'd just done, put something on the fields, as in the, you know, right. the farmers were yeah. doing the old field things. It didn't smell like that to me. <laughs> and another teacher said it was a chemical spill. So right. I don't know if teachers were just making up what the smell was or whether one of them had done it and it was that bad it had infected the whole school and the whole of Doncaster. <laughs> but anyway, that's my uh, little Doncaster sidestep well, story yeah. for you there. Um, next then, a wallaby on the line between Huddersfield and Staleybridge. <laughs> On, well, on the Trans Pennine Express. Well, obviously, now wallabies are, are native to uh, wallabies are native oh, to. I've done this one wrong. Australia, so that might that might, that that kind of doesn't really give you much um, rigor on that. Unless unless you're tricking me here, could it be an inflatable wallaby from an Australian? Who has an inflatable wallaby? Um, are the Australian rugby team called the Wallabies? Is that what they're nicknamed? Possibly, I'm not sure. No, we're talking uh, about a real wallaby. An actual wallaby. We're talking about an actual wallaby. Well, I think there is no there is no reason why <laughs> an actual wallaby would be on the line, so I'm going to say it's fake and it was on a runway instead. You are wrong. Um, we're not 100% sure why, but this is a, is, is, is a true story. We think no, it, it escaped from a local like zoo or animal farm or something like that. Right, okay. Uh, I, I can try and find it for you if you really want me to. So Wallaby, Huddersfield, let's have a look. Train. It was a big story apparently at the time. Uh, I suspect yeah. it would be. So, run, have you seen Slaveweight's Runaway Wallaby? So, um, and it was a stray wallaby has been <laughs> spotted around Slaveweight and Marsden over the last few days, but it caused rail bosses headaches when it headed for the tracks. So, but I'm I'm struggling. I'm still struggling to find where it where it came from. Um, How do you know what a wallaby looks like? Well, it's like a kangaroo, isn't it? I don't know if they're smaller or bigger. I'm guessing the smaller. Oh, <laughs> it fled from a nearby animal farm. It's not usual sort of animal you have for a, a no, farm, is it? Not often, no. Not, not a farmyard yeah. animal. Yeah. You know, when I've been looking through my daughter's uh, farmyard animal kit, there's not a wallaby in there <laughs> next to the cow, the chicken and the pig. Yes, next to the kangaroo and the koala. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that that's a, that was a surprising one. Next then, uh, Pikachu was once blamed for delays in Dalston, Kingsland Station, London. Uh, Pikachu, I can Im- oh, I think I can imagine Pikachu might be because I wonder whether or not, uh, unless you're saying it's actual Pikachu. Yeah, it wouldn't be surprised, Jimbo. Given the last question about the Wallaby, could it be someone well, who was playing Pokemon Go? Well, I, what it was is that um, a bit like our trains in the morning mm-hmm. they're really really busy um yeah. and there was a couple of guys there dressed up as pikachu mm-hmm. and they wanted to get on the train um they couldn't so obviously <laughs> there was a suggestion that uh, maybe you should try pokemon <laughs> hey. that, that, i mean that is an old one isn't it but it is it's an oldie but goldie so yeah. there you go uh no so it it, it, it wasn't a real <laughs> pikachu what you was what was your answer your answer was pretty good and probably uh, quite correct possibly playing pokemon go which might have caused uh, a delay for rail trains well done. That's correct. So what happened was um, they were playing Pokemon Go. A lot of people, well, apparently lots of people were playing Pokemon Go because there was a, a Pikachu located in the train station. Obviously, they were quite rare and nobody wanted him. And I think somehow it caused power cuts or problems with right. signaling and, yeah. and stuff like that. So that caused uh, train delays. There mm-hmm. you go. That was a couple of years ago. Next then, crew stuck in the luggage compartment. Well, the the, the town in uh, town in Staffordshire, is that? Um, no, it's not Staffordshire. Yeah, it's yeah. Cheshire, isn't it? Um, Cheshire or Staffordshire? Who Cheshire, knows? I think. Okay. Um, yeah. So, because so, yeah, I've been to South Cheshire College before. All right. Where's that? Crew in Cheshire. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> is it? So, so just repeat. It. So, crew were stuck in the luggage rack. Yeah. Um, compartment. Compartment. Uh, well, could it be? Could it be that 
on on a train that they kind of got actually stuck in the under under head sorry in the underneath bit where the hold luggage is. So I think it's I think it's not true. I think false. So you think it was? I think it's false because I think it was in a plane, not a train. Okay, well done. You'll be correct. So I'm not I'm not exactly sure. I don't know if it was Philadelphia, possibly. No, I'm not Philadelphia. I can't remember where it was, but yeah, somebody it, a plane took off and then they realised that uh, a member of the sort of baggage team who were sort of putting the the bags onto the plane and somehow got stuck in the <laughs> uh, in the under compartment what carries all the luggage and stuff and they had to stop and take them back. So yeah. cause it's quite dangerous, isn't it? It's quite, uh, yeah, yeah, I think it gets very cold in there. I think. So anyway, and then the last one, save a good until last. A giant clown on the line between Cardiff and London. One of those rare yeah. occasions yeah. that uh, Donald Trump gets to come on a trip to yeah. London. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I was going to say what Boris Johnson's doing online. Um, so could he get a large? Yeah, of course he can get a large clown online. I think it was Ronald McDonald or something like that. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think I think it is very feasible that you could have a large clown on the line, but it turned out it was just a Boston Northern Rail. Well done, and I'm I'm really surprised at your accuracy at this at this one because it's real, and it was a large inflatable Ronald McDonald balloon <laughs> <laughs> that had blown off the roof of a nearby McDonald's. Uh, so it was between Cardiff and London. So oh, I was surprised go. you got so close with that one. Oh, um, but there you go. That was uh, a little bit of um, reasons why trains get delayed, and that kind of goes along with our train antics this week, doesn't it? Yes. We're going to be on the news and various other things as well. So there you go. Okay then, Fisher. So you've got the rest of the quiz of the year to give us, haven't you? I have got the rest of the quiz of the year. And we've got 12 minutes to do it. I've got 12 questions as well. So there you go. um, Minute Minute per question. Yes. So, um... Obviously, last podcast and every year I do sort of a, a couple of quizzes of the year just to find out the some of the unusual stories that have been going on. Uh, and obviously, it might be the case that you've heard of some of these stories already. I, I don't know. We will we will find out as we go through. Is it about a Ronald McDonald balloon? No, no. I think that was a few years ago, actually. Yeah. So, I, I, I was actually going to ask a question similar to the one you asked about having a baggage handle stuck in the. All oh, right. Because um, okay. there have been a few stories where illegal immigrants or people mm-hmm. have kind of tried to get into the plane. They've gone in under where the wheels go. But it gets very cold. They pass out, and then when the wheels come down, they sort of literally fall fall out. And mm. I think there's been people who've been discovered on roofs in London or whatever landed on there, and no one's noticed. Right, okay. And can't quite work out where they've come from. Yeah. Um. So that that was going to be a question, but well, it's not a very nice question to ask, really. No, is it? not so, really. Um. So anyway, what was uh, what did students in Manila do to help reduce the amount of dog muck on the streets? Did they mix it with cement powder to create bio bricks that were used in construction, or? Did they carry around megaphones and publicly announce when someone didn't collect up their dog muck? I think the second one is a particularly good idea. Um, I've always got this thing that I think, I think there could be a law. This might be quite, a, you know, I, I tend to see myself as a bit of a lefty, but I think this is a law that, that could be, that, that everybody might appreciate. I think that for public nuisances, like people who don't clear up after the after dog pooing. Mm-hmm. Or uh, leave inflatable Ronald McDonald's on train line. Anything, yeah. You know, anything that's just irritating, it's yeah. just a bit rude. You know, mm-hmm. like parking in a child and parent space when you have got no child with you. Mm-hmm. And things like that. You know, things that are just being an absolute public nuisance like, yeah. or, or laziness and things mm-hmm. like that. 
you should be able to carry around with you. Um, now, I mean, I've not got the, the details completely worked out yet, but maybe like a large wet fish. Right. And, and, you, and you, by law, you should be able to slap somebody with a wet fish who, who do, you know, we can have a, a defined list of things that you deserve being slapped for by a wet fish. And dog messing and not picking it up after is mm. one of them. Yeah. Uh, and things like, yeah, the parking space things, mm-hmm. that should be one as well. Now, I've got a whole list. Maybe I'll work it out for the next podcast. But okay. I want it to be number two, I think, because that, that is a, a great idea. Uh, you know. Well, you're right. Dog muck is number two. Um, okay. <laughs> um, so was it sort of carrying megaphones around? No, it yeah. wasn't. Oh, that's a shame. They did mixed dried dog muck up with cement powder to create bio bricks that are used in construction. I mean, it's still a good idea. Yeah, very mm. useful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what was particularly notable about Afghan singer Abdul Salam Matouf when he appeared on a TV talent show in Afghanistan? Is it that he gargled a tune, but unfortunately got water on his microphone and gave himself a small electric shock? Or did he look a lot like the Canadian Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau? <laughs> um, well, do you remember when Re- uh, Chico on the X Factor at the Judges' Houses part of the X Factor Yes. Jumped in the swimming pool with the microphone right, after okay, his yeah. performance yeah. in front of Sharon Osbourne. I think he got away with it. He was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not sure how a few splashes on a microphone would cause an electric shock because, uh, well, you know, if you think about all the singers who perform at gigs and mm-hmm. get water thrown at them, they seem to get away with it okay. It's not always water, but yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, does piss conduct more <laughs> yeah. electricity? I don't know. But uh, let's go with the, the one that it looks like Justin Trudeau. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, you'd be correct. Very much. Very much apparently a, a, a bit of a dead ring for Justin Trudeau. Did he actually gargle music? Is that what he did? Nah, my oh, God. Yeah, okay. so that's, that's completely fictitious. Um, that is an idea, though. Yeah, but uh, he, he looked like Justin Trudeau, obviously, the Justin Trudeau yeah. before he's kind of, you know, put shoe polish on his face and what have you. So, what did Swedish man David Lind, uh, he was frustrated by an English football team this year. Why? Was it that he wanted to change his name by default to Tottenham, but wasn't allowed? even though there are Swedish people named Arsenal and Liverpool. Or, did he travel to Azerbaijan to watch the Arsenal vs Chelsea Europa League final, but left his ticket at home? He paid someone to physically fly from Stockholm to Baku via Amsterdam to hand-deliver his ticket. Oh, er... I I mean, the second one... Would would somebody really be that bothered about paying all that money? They might be rich people, you know? I presume if you've gone there to watch a match, you'd actually want to watch a match, but... Yeah, you could just sit and watch it in a pub, couldn't you? Yeah, you have pubs in Azerbaijan. Presume so. Uh, Let's go with the one... I want want it to be the one about him changing his name, because that's quite funny. You want want him to change his name to Tottenham, but it wasn't there? When I don't know, I just go for the one that I want it to be. Yeah, you'd be right. Yep, uh, tried to change his name to Tottenham. Uh, he wasn't allowed, but there were people called Arsenal, Liverpool. I think there was someone called Chelsea as well. Um, well, actually, Chelsea is an actual name, so that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's probably why. Yeah, People called Dave there as well, apparently, yeah. uh, and Bjorn. Um, so there we go. So, Maybe like, you know, for example, um, does, does Donald Trump have a favourite football team? Yeah, it, it's it's Donald Trump FC. They're oh, the best right. team. They are the best team. Because he could, he, he, if he liked Arsenal, for example, mm-hmm. he could call himself... You know, his first name, Arsenal. Yeah. Arsenal Trump. <laughs> hey. Ars Trump, or something like that. The score is 1-0. It's 1-0 to the Trump team. <laughs> um, so, so, for anyone just listening to the audio version, I was doing like Donald Trump signals yeah. where he tends to go like that and uh, like putting a 1 and a 0. So, there we go. Uh, obviously, for the video viewers, you get to see that's uh, a bit more. Lucky, a bit more. lucky, lucky yeah. people get to see our pretty faces. Yeah. Um, and no doubt you'll be doing your own hand signals towards the screen as well. Yeah. Um, so what was unusual about Egyptian Abdel Rahim Saeed's massages? 
was it that his intensive massage involved walking across people's back? He was told to stop after putting two people in hospital, one of whom suffered a fracture, uh, fracture to one of his vertebrae. Or was it that he provided a massage where he coated his customers in a towel and set fire to it? <laughs> well, I think walking... I'm sure what, like having a massage where people walk across your back, like... I mean, I know I've seen it on, like, comedies and films before. I think that is that is actually a thing, isn't it? Is it? I'm sure it is. I'm sure I've seen massages where you have you get someone to walk on your back. I'm sure that's a thing already. All right, okay. Because um, massages can be quite rough. I mean, have you ever had a massage before? Uh, yeah, they've generally been sort of all right, not been particularly rough. No, nah, I don't like them. They're too painful. All right, okay. Why, why, why ask them not to, be, not to be as strong? They're supposed to be relaxing, aren't they? But, you know. Do they have some music on in the background that sort of is nice and relaxing? Yeah, but it's just a bit weird, isn't it? I suppose it depends, depends what time. I, I like it to, to be fairly fairly firm because I've got sort of, from playing cricket or golf or whatever, things with my shoulders that have got knots to kind of get out. I mean, mm. that's, that's part of the good thing. Your shoulders should feel a lot freer afterwards. Yeah. I mean, um, you, yeah, you spoke to me about this before. You you like your massages for them to be obviously quite firm. Uh, they they're wearing leather, yeah. got whips. Yeah. <laughs> they walk across your back. Yeah. Um, Usually tied up as well, aren't you? Yeah. Anyway, and then they set fire to you afterwards. <laughs> I'm going to go for the towel one because I think that I think that the walking across your back thing is quite a, a, a normal sort of, in a way, a normal sort yeah. of massage. Um, you would be right. You know, you got three out of four so far. Well done. Good for me. Yeah. Um, you only normally get half marks just just for purely guessing. Um, so yes, apparently he's got a he had a strange ritual where he, he put loads of towels on top of people, then set fire to the top one for a minute, and then put it out. And it helped to kind of like burn away some of the toxins in people's body. So there you go. Sounds all right. Yep. So what was unusual about a cafe opened by Lu Yuning in Chengdu in China? Was it called Tease Me? Uh, it no, wasn't. No. 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 Um, Did it have another rude name? Uh, well, we will we will find out in a moment, shall we? <laughs> was it that after visiting her daughter in uh in, at university in York, she opened a fully Yorkshire themed cafe? It sold Yorkshire tea, black pudding, pork pies, and a selection of real ale. And that was in that was in China. Okay. In in Chengdu in China. Mm-hmm. Or is it that it's a dog themed cafe with a slight twist? The dogs have their fur dyed to look like pandas. Ah, well, I do like pandas. Mm. That is one of my favourite animals. Well, you regularly spend time in the back of a panda car, don't you, for some of the stuff you get up to? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, so... Well, no, you don't. But can yeah. you do... Can you do? I mean, they, they don't really like dogs in China, as far as I'm aware. They tend to eat them. Um, I'm not sure that's true, but... They do eat dogs. Or some people eat dogs in China. It's a delicacy, isn't it? Dogs and cats. Um, I think I think it's traditionally more associated with um, Korea. Is it? A belief, so yes. Are you sure? Yeah. And enter joke, I had some Korean meatballs. I don't think other... everybody does, but... Hang on, not over the jokes, not over the jokes, mate. Okay. Not over the jokes, yeah. Enter joke the other day that um, I had some Korean meatballs the other day. They were the dog bollocks. <laughs> oh, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was preparing. Yeah. What did you say? They had some Korean meatballs the other day. They were the dog's bollocks. I'd expect to be a bit higher if not really bollocks, to be honest, but, uh, but never mind. Um, so yes, was it that he did, he had a, uh, she had a Yorkshire-themed cafe yeah. after visiting her daughter at University of New York, or uh, was it a dog cafe that the dogs had had the fur dyed to be well, like pandas? Seems I like pandas, I'm going to go for the panda one, I think. And you will be correct. Yes. Very good. Well they done. still look like dogs, though. But but with black eyes, I'm guessing. No, they sort of look quite a lot like pandas. If you if you if you Google the footage of it, mm. they very much look like pandas. Um, right, okay. So it was a bit bit strange, really. Um, so so you got four out of five so far. So well done. Um, what happened to Australian journalist Peter Layla at a hotel in Manchester this year? Is it that he bought a drink and was accidentally charged around fifty five thousand pounds for his beer, and the money was actually taken out of his account for about a week? Or 
Was it that a cricket man member of staff left some sheets of sandpaper in his hotel rooms with saying, uh, uh, left some sheets of sandpaper in his hotel room with the words, you cheating Aussie pricks written on it, a reference to the three Australian players who have been banned for sandpaper. Oh, was it board. nothing to do with him then? Who, what was he? Who was he again? He's an Australian cricket journalist. Oh, right. Oh, right. Okay, fair enough. So, not that it was his fault still. Uh, no, but he's, he's, he's Australian and uh, yeah. it was a cricket mad employee who did it. Right. Would you would you go to that length if you, if you know, given the chance? Would you write him a note like that? You're a cricket fan. I wouldn't personally, but I'm a very nice man. Right, okay. Um, uh, I, I, I know there's people who probably would. I seem to think I've heard of the drink thing happening before, but whether it was to him or not. But I think I'm going to go with a cricket one because you like cricket and I think mm-hmm. you'll have picked up on this story. So let's go with that one. About the message yeah. on Sandpaper, you'll be wrong. Oh, you so well. Four out, of, four out of six now. Uh, yes, yeah, so we bought a drink. I think the um, the member of staff at the bar uh, was meant to charge him £5.50 and accidentally got confused with a decimal point and put... Accidentally thought they were in London. Uh, well, yeah, and char- charged him £55,000. Yeah. Um, but apparently he, he paid with the wrong card uh, and he accidentally paid with his savings account, which had got kind of loads of money in. That's a huge amount of money. So it wouldn't he, have gone through, probably. If he if gave him his normal card, he'd have, he'd have you know, tried to pay 55 grand and he said, yeah, no, you've got next to no money in your bank yeah, whatsoever. Yeah. Um, but because it was his savings account with his life savings in it, it did actually take the money <laughs> out of it. Um, and it, 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 it left his account, account for about a week and then actually went back into his account. That is an expensive drink. Yes. Um... And that was just for one drink, apparently. But the error, error was spotted and, uh, and rectified uh, shortly afterwards. But so the money did actually go out of his account, apparently. So in July 2019, a man was arrested going through customs in Barcelona Airport on a flight from Bogotá. When searched, what happened? Was it that after acting suspicious, his luggage revealed he was trying to illegally import eight false limbs, that being five arms and three legs, all of which were being traded on the black market as they did not meet European safety standards? <laughs> or is it that he had around half a kilo of cocaine stuck to his head? This was hidden in an oversized toupee. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, the only, I'm, I'm going to have to go with the one I want it to be again on this occasion. It was an oversized toupee, please. You're right, it was yes. an oversized toupee. <laughs> yeah. I, I, because we're now recording, I've actually got uh, a picture of this, yes. and I'll show it up to the camera. So that's, pass it round. So that's, that's what it was, but also that's it stuck to his head. But if you just go... Okay. Yep. So if you if you'd have a look at it, please. Yeah. Uh, and go that way. That's what you look like with the toupee on. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's quite funny. a. It looks a little bit like Simon Cowell. <laughs> isn't it? That is quite brilliant. a bit uh, quite a bit bigger. So uh... <laughs> there we go. Go on. Um, so next up. So well done on that. I think seven out of five. Yeah. So yeah. Far. Well done. Um, five out of seven. Sorry, five out of seven. Seven out of five. That <laughs> would be very good. Well, well. done. Uh, seven out. Of, uh, yeah, five out of seven. Well done. So next question. Um, Almost as good as your toupee, that one. <laughs> Oi, you're over. Uh, <laughs> so how did the American social bar and kitchen in Miami hit the headlines during the Women's World Cup? Did they offer customers a free shot every time America scored? However, they won a game 13-0 and had to stop the offer. Or did they, did legal action get taken against them after they post on Facebook to say there would be no food available as all the women would be watching the game and therefore no one could work in the kitchen? <laughs> um... Let's go with number one on that occasion, I think. With a free a drinks offer yeah. every time you scored, you'd be correct. Um so yeah, the uh, the they offered I, I think at half time they decided that yeah, that was enough. Well if we score another goal we'll maybe give another drink and then that's that's it. Because mm-hmm. it was costing them quite a lot of money. That's six out of eight. Six out of eight, well done. Um so next up, how did a mobile phone help a forty three year old man in Nimbin in New South Wales this year? 
Is it that when an aggressive kangaroo bounced into his house, he said, hey, mate, my wallaby is on the train <laughs> line between Halifax and Staley Bridge. Uh, can you help him? No, he said, when an aggressive kangaroo bounced into his house uh, and demolished a large amount of fragile items, he lulled the kangaroo out of his house after around 20 minutes by playing animal noises on his mobile phone. Or is it that when confronted by a would-be criminal brandishing a bow and arrow, the man in question took out his mobile phone to take a picture of the weapon, only to be shot at, and the arrow pierced his mobile phone without causing him any major injury. Wow. I mean, he could have said he was aiming for the mobile phone, <laughs> and then he, the archer person okay. would have looked particularly good, wouldn't he? Yeah. Is it, who was it who shot the arrow off the sun, uh, shot the apple off the sun's head, or split the apple? Something Did... Simon or something? I won't say it was, was it William Tell, but I could, no, be, co- I could be completely... You are correct, William Tell, that's yeah. it. I don't know why I said Simon, but anyway, whoever Simon is. Yeah. I'm going to go with the first one. I think the animal noises seem The kangaroo. Bad. Yeah. Uh, you'll be wrong. Oh. So, yes, it was um, It was someone shot at the... There is a picture knocking around. I've not, I've not got it of this person's mobile phone with an arrow basically sticking straight through it. So it looks quite unusual, obviously. Um, so, how did Frenchman Frankie Z- uh, Zapata... What did he do? So. What did Frenchman Frankie Zapata do in around 22 minutes on the 4th of August 2019? Is Retreat. It... Retreat. No. <laughs> yeah, held, his wa- <laughs> held his white flag up. Um, did he become the first man to cross the English Channel on a hoverboard? Or did he break the world record for being the fastest man to hop to the top of the Eiffel Tower? I think I remember this, and I, I, I believe it's the hoverboard one. I think I remember it. But he hovered across the English Channel. Yeah, it seems like a long way, but I'm sure I remember something about hoverboards, so I'm going to go with that one. You'd be correct. Yes. I'd, I'd not seen this story, so uh, mm-hmm. apologies for asking a question that you might have you no, might have already no, seen. It, it was just um, there at the back of my mind yeah. somewhere. I think he had to stop halfway through and kind of recharge the batteries and then carry oh, on, right, apparently. Okay. There was like some kind of platform for him to stop on. Right. Um, but yeah, became the first person to hover across like with a jetpack type thing and, and went across the English Very Channel. Very good. So well done to him. So is that, have you got seven out of ten so far? Yeah. Two, two left. Two left. So um, when a seven-year-old boy from Chennai um, in South India... Had a, I know that. If if any any fans of Chennai Super Kings are listening, yeah, whistle Podu, yeah. Um, that's Indian IPL cricket team, yeah. We'll, uh, t- we'll tag him. Yeah. Uh, so um, a seven-year-old boy uh, from Chennai had a pain in his mouth in August last year. What did the doctors discover? Did he become the first person on record to have two tongs in his mouth, with a second, much smaller one, being un- sitting under his main tongue? Or is it that he had over five hundred teeth impacting in his gums that hadn't yet come through into his mouth? Well. So this is this year. He's only seven, though, isn't he? Last year, but yeah. Last year, okay. So if he's number one, he's going to be very popular when he's 18. <laughs> if <laughs> if he's number two... He's not going to be very popular. He's got a lot of teeth in his mouth. Yes, over 500. He's going to have a very expensive dentist bill. Yes. So for his sake, let's hope it's number one. He had two tongues in his mouth. Yeah. You'll be incorrect. Oh... There were over over 500 teeth that were impacted within his gums right, that, were, okay. that were removed. So, there we go. Unfortunately, the, the poor lad, much as I would like to have two tongs, unfortunately, only has one tongue. <laughs> poor lad. Uh, so, final question. Um, why did Chinese hitman Exo Gungan end up in the news this year? Was it that having taken out a contract from Mr. Tan Yohali to kill a business rival, he got confused? He killed Mr. Tanya Harley <laughs> and then asked for payment from the intended target. <laughs> or is it that having taken out a contract to kill uh, from Mr. Tanya Harney, he subcontracted the killing to another killer who then subcontracted the killing to someone else. This was then subsequently contra- subcontracted again and again 
the final killer then informed the police. Right, okay. Um So was it that he killed the he killed the person who eyed him and not the target? Again that seems or, to ring that this this seems to Or was it passed from one killer to another this killer? This one and seems familiar. I, I seem to think it was a subcontracting. Subcontracting? Yeah. You'd be right. Well done. There can't be much money left at the end of all that subcontracting, could there? Well, apparently that's why um, he actually complained about it. Not not just the moral objection to killing someone. It was a lack of money that he was getting. Because so he decided to I, give it to someone else and reduce the money he was getting. And uh, the, Well, the, the person at the end of the chain said he was so disappointed about the funds oh, on right, offer. fair enough, yeah. I think what he actually did was he tried to take the money anyway, so he told the person he was meant to kill um, that I'm, I'm here to kill you. Is there any chance I can get a couple of pictures like if you're tied up? I'm not perfect or anything, uh, I, I, but I'm here to meant to be killing. Can I get some pictures of you tied up? Um, and, you know, pictures of me like being about to kill you and, you know, all this sort of stuff. And then I'll get paid the money. We can then split the money. <laughs> but I think that person then went and told the police right, and it okay. kind of all, all unraveled that way and the well, whole chain of events uh, went Very back. good. So I think, did you get... Eight or nine out of yeah, I think I think that's probably that's one it. of the best I've I've done. Well done. This, so yeah, thank you Good very effort. much. Well done. So it's it's got to the twenty first of January and we finally finished reviewing uh, the year twenty twenty, haven't yeah. we? So we'll move on to do other things next yeah, week. Yeah. So we? next 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 week's episode we'll be reviewing January, obviously. <laughs> um, but, well, that's pretty much it for the episode, I think, isn't it? It is, yeah. I mean, we're, we're well over time. This might be our longest podcast yet. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening to us. I mean, if you want to get in touch with us, you can do on Twitter, at Waste of Web Space. Um, you can join us on Facebook, where we've got you our can. Waste of Web Space homepage. You can watch us on Look North, probably, I guess, Hopefully, in, yeah, in the yeah, next week or so. You can tweet Danny Savage and tell her to make sure that he includes our footage in the news article, which will, uh, in turn, give us a little bit of promotion, thanks to yeah. Fisher's sneaky little uh, yeah. input into his answer. But don't tell him that we uh, made a reference to the podcast yeah. in the, uh, just say we're in called, the interview. Just say we're called the Jimbo and Fisher podcast, not yeah. Waste of Web Space, so he's going to notice him. Although yeah. so. well, he did say you're a podcaster, aren't you? So he, he, uh, he might not know yeah, about yeah. podcast. He did no drop in that uh, uh, he also knows I'm a radio presenter as well for... I'm, well, I'm I don't know if you know, FM, but yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll not do that anymore. Don't do that anymore. Right, thank you very much for listening. Thank you, see you next time. We'll see you later, bye-bye.